With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Landry Football Podcast Network, and this is Scout's Eye on College Football and what a weekend it was in week six of college football. So much to get to, to get caught up on. Um, don't know if we can fit it all into the show, but we're going to do our darndest. It's, folks, we're, we're halfway through the college season, and there's a bunch of storylines. I was sitting here thinking um, of the storylines, and you've got the expected powerhouses that continue to take care of business, and you've got the upstarts that are – Staking their claim a little bit as we navigate into week six. Um, and, you know, you, you've got um, Alabama turning away AM uh, on a on a late um, would, would have been a disastrous loss. Kansas losing quarterback Jalen Daniels, but still hanging in there at TCU. We've got Tennessee traveling to Baton Rouge and uh, decimating LSU. UCLA, second week in a row. Look like the Bruins are for real this time. We'll see if that continues. But what a lost five games in a row to Utah. They put the beat down on them. And Oklahoma State surviving Texas Tech. All three remain unbeaten of those teams. Michigan with with good a with stood a three quarter scare from Indiana to run away with that. When USC used defense to stymie Washington State, I thought that was a potential hiccup game for them. So so much to get to. Um, and we're going to kind of go through it piece by piece and kind of break down and uh, as we do the game from a perspective of kind of what we see inside the film room. want to tell you that uh, we're excited to be part of the Big Game Podcast Network. Um, it's Be sure to check out the Big Game College Football Streaming Network where you're going to find America's best independent college football podcast. So great to be with them. You can catch this show as well as the team-specific ones. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can get all of our football shows. They get a coaching and scouting, scouting analysis of the college and pro game there, as well as you can watch all of our shows on YouTube, the Off Hook Sports YouTube channel. So I don't know where to start. I don't know where the best way to start is. I think I'm going to start at the top with Alabama A&M. Um, it was a performance that it's surprising in that when you look in totality, you would think Alabama would play a cleaner game. you think there would be not the turnovers and the mistakes. But we've seen Alabama struggle in under different circumstances. We've seen it last year. We saw it against Florida. They looked like they 
could have easily lost that game. And at that point, it was like, yay, Florida. And, man, what, what a great job almost winning. And then by the end of the year, Alabama's playing in the national championship game, and Florida's already fired the coach and looking for a new one. I, I remind everybody <clears throat> that this college season, like most college seasons, it's 12 one-week seasons. It's not a 12-week season. There's not a continuum from the previous week of how well you played. You don't pick up where you left off. It's it's a new week. It's teams that no one stays the same, folks. You either get better or you get worse. So what rate do you get better relative to the rate of the opposition getting better? And how do you respond to it? How focused are the players one week versus another week? Um, and then how much better do you get or how much worse do you get or how much more complacent do you get? I mean, there are a lot of factors that go into it. But one thing that is certain in studying film for a living and doing what I do is you see some things that are not necessarily a sign of consistency. We just talked about UCLA. How mediocre did they look in winning their first few games? I mean, Kind of fortunate to beat South Alabama and Bowling Green. But one, moved on, got better. That's a veteran team. Ships got it kind of where he wants it. And boom, Washington, Utah, two impressive wins. Um, a lot to, lot to learn. What did we learn from Alabama and Texas A&M? Uh, a, you know, A&M has good defensive, young defensive players. Really good. They're not there yet, but a lot of them are playing, and they're, they're going to be a factor on the defensive front. Offensively, they're still not very good. But if you're Alabama and you turn the football over three times in the first half and have two unsportsmanlike penalties and you give an opposing offense momentum because they've got a short field and they get some easy points, all of a sudden you're in a ball game. And combine that with offensively, you don't have much of a – of an explosive passing attack to make up for that, that creates a dynamic of a game you could have very easily lost. Now, what's the takeaway from it? Has AM fixed their problems? No. But you see some signs of getting better defensively. Offensively, still has a ways to go. I do think they gained a little bit of confidence. Haynes King is probably the guy that they needed to be going with all along, but he wasn't ready early. And you get into a problem and you need to make a change. And so we'll see where that team, now I do think that they have a schedule that's, you know, fairly, they have some opportunities down the stretch, but they're still didn't fix their problems against Alabama. That game was mostly about Alabama and what they did not do. It is easy to say, well, Jalen Milrow is not good enough. Well, he's not good enough if he's going to turn the football over as often as he did. Picks, two fumbles, got to protect the football. It's going to be a problem this week if they can't protect the football. But one thing I am seeing out of Alabama is a reliance in the defense stepping up, a reliance on the defense and a reliance on the run game. Notice how Alabama's coming off the ball. And, you know, a lot of what they do in their drop-back passing game, it, the team becomes a little bit more finesse, a lot of drop-back. Now they're coming off the ball and establishing the run game. 
Jalen Milrow can run, and I think that if you ha- if you force defenses to overplay the run, there's going to be some plays to be made in the passing game, even with Milrow. Who's going to – what does this mean going forward? Well, I, again, I think that Alabama, based upon history with Nick Saban there, is going to get better and likely a lot better. Maybe not a lot better this week, but a little better this week. Is it going to be enough? It's going to, going to be interesting to see. Tennessee went to LSU, speaking of Alabama's next opponent, and they beat down LSU. Well, you're LSU. Kind of looked like Alabama did. Fumbled the football early. Basically spotted them 10 points. You can't do that if you're LSU. You can't do that if you're anybody. But if you're a team that's not going to be able to match points in the passing game with Tennessee and keep up the pace, you've got to control the game. Like Florida did fairly effectively against Tennessee and ended up making it competitive for stretches. This game was never competitive because – LSU made a lot more mistakes. Florida didn't. So the mistakes were critical, costly. And, you know, LSU didn't do a very good job in protection. Down their starting left tackle and left guard, it really affected them. They couldn't run the football. They had to abandon the run. And so that became a bigger, bigger problem. Jabari Small ran well. The handed hooker protects the football. That's a team that's playing very clean. Not turning it over and making big plays. So, look, the defense for Tennessee did a nice job. It's not doing it against good offenses, so we're going to see that defense get tested this week against Alabama. Yet they're getting Alabama at technically a right time if Jalen Milrow has to start or if Bryce Young plays but is not as effective. you're You're having to defend an offense that's not as functional are vibrant, or as explosive. However, I do think this is not a good time to be facing an Alabama team that looks like and feels like they were fortunate to win that game against A&M, and there's a lot to be learned in the game. So uh, I do think that, that Tennessee did a really good job playing clean on special teams, getting to Jaden Daniels with the pass rush. That's really going to be interesting to see. It's the highest-ranked Tennessee and Alabama game ever. Tennessee enters the game ranked eighth, and uh, it's going to be a really interesting matchup. Um, I don't know as we get into, and we're going to get into it later in the week when we break down the games. That it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If nothing else, Tennessee is in 
the path and the breaks are kind of going their way. They have faced a Florida team and an LSU team that's rebuilding, an Alabama team that's not clearly healthy Alabama. So they're kind of getting it in the right situation, and they get Alabama at home. We'll see how they're able to handle that. Um, you know, I think this is one of the things that happens that in a positive way that needs to happen and getting some breaks so that you're able to take a good team and maybe become a special season. We'll see where this is going to be going forward. Um, but Alabama still survived. Uh, Georgia was dominant over Auburn. Very impressive. Um, they certainly cleaned up a lot of things and played with a lot of energy and a lot of focus. Ohio State was dominant over Michigan State. And, and there again, the overreaction part of it. Uh, Mel Tucker's the the B's and E's last year, right? I mean, he's going to revolutionize up that, that Michigan State team is poorly coached and is just not very good. But they, they gave him a monster contract. And, and again, they're not, weren't even competitive against Ohio State. Uh, Clemson handles um, the Red Bandana game in Chestnut Hill in, Mass- in uh, at BC. Good win there. Michigan kind of handled things against Indiana. Um, tough situation. My thoughts to Mike Hart, who I scouted, and it's not coaching for Michigan. Obviously, uh, ironically, coached at Indiana before going to his um, back to his alma mater. Um, hopefully, he's well. USC, Oklahoma State taking care of business. How about Ole Miss struggling for a half against Vanderbilt? What was that? So a lot of interesting things. Uh, Penn State, Michigan is going to be a real interesting game going forward. A um, couple of other things. TCU, we thought they might have the kryptonite for Kansas. But I got to tell you, uh, and, and I thought uh, Amari uh, DeMarcoto was outstanding. Uh, Jalen Daniels suffered, appeared to be a uh, shoulder injury near the end of the first half, and it looked like that was it. But, boy, they come in and they play well. Jason Bean played well for him. He threw for 262 yards and four second-half touchdowns. Brilliant for much of the game. He was erring on a couple of passes, and a potential would-be game-timing drive. So I thought that shows, to me, you know, the ability to be versatile, the ability to be able to adjust to injured situations Kansas, I thought, did an outstanding job. TCU was the better of the two. I thought they were the better team going in. They've improved to 5-0. and um, Max Duggan was outstanding, again, running and throwing. Oklahoma State may be a better rounded team, but TCU's pretty good. Um, what's not good in, is Oklahoma, one of the teams that TCU just bowled over. What an awful performance in a Red River rivalry game. There's a bloodletting. Quinn Ewers is a difference. If you think about Texas and the what-ifs and all of that, but it, it's interesting to see. Quinn Ewers was knocked out of that game against Alabama. Maybe they win that game. Uh, I like their chances of beating Texas Tech on the road with Ken, Quinn Ewers. Look, they dominated Oklahoma. It's maybe the biggest storyline is how bad Oklahoma is right now. But maybe the storyline needs to be look out for Texas in the Big 12. I just mentioned TCU. Just mentioned Oklahoma State. 
The Longhorns are in the race. They've lost on the road, but now they all, they've not lost with Quinn Ewers at quarterback. Exception of playing a little bit against Alabama. So it is really impressive, and I thought it, it kind of helped that team a little bit uh, just get an early lead, and they were dominant. And, and look, I think Oklahoma – Without their offensive punch, without being health, healthy at quarterback, it's a real problem because they can't stay on the field. The defense is soft and people are scoring at will. B. John Robinson is outstanding. But watch Oklahoma. I mean, watch Texas is the storyline coming out of that game, even though it's an embarrassing look for Oklahoma. Um, you know, Kansas State, TCU, Texas. I mean, Oklahoma, we're not halfway through the season, and they're completely out of the race. So we're trying to see how he handles things. So that was interesting in the early stage. And I was watching that game um, uh, as the, the watching the TCU game, TCU-Kansas and Tennessee-LSU game. And the second wave, I did mention that Georgia ran the football well. Um, they've got to get that. They've got to get healthier at the receiver position. They're still um, certainly one of the top two, three teams in the country. Uh, along with Ohio State, but really impressive performance there. Auburn is can't get out of their own way. They're not playing well up front offensively. You know, they've got, I think, a good running game, but they don't really work that running game nearly as well as they need to. Um, at the same time slot, watching Oklahoma State, you know, have some trouble defensively against Texas Tech. Joey McGuire's team is moving the football well. But a nice job. More on that in the Big 12 football and beyond this week. But Oklahoma State play, played very well. At the same time, UCLA was uh, dominant against Utah. Really, really good performance there. Um, so a lot, lot of credit goes to them. Uh, how about some other games maybe outside of the Big League? How about Memphis's collapse? Houston quarterback uh, Clayton um, Toon had kind of fought that team back. What an ugly loss. Another ugly loss it would have been for Houston. But with less than a minute and a half remaining, Memphis had a 13-point lead. Clayton Toon had a 12-play, 75-yard drive with 13-yard touchdown pass to Keyshawn Carter, shaved the lead to 32-26. Uh, they recovered the onside kick that Houston. Then the Toon to Carter duel hooked up again six plays later for two-yard touchdown and 18 seconds left. That was a collapse with a putrid defense, snapped a four-game winning streak, um, tough luck, but uh, this was was really, really a tough. You've got a 99% chance of winning that game and you lose it. Um, some other thoughts uh, around um, college football. There's going to be a lot of discussion of the next guy. I don't know if it's the next guy to go. Um, Matt Rule, by the way, has been fired by the Carolina Panthers as we're taping this uh, show he's going to be mentioned for a lot of coaching openings. His name's already been thrown up, but Brian Harson is obviously going to be uh, fired from, from Auburn. It's just a matter of time. And that's going to be an interesting dynamic to throw into the coaching uh, search world on which we already have a number of jobs already open. Um, it, it's time. I think folks start to pay attention to what UCLA is doing. Um, Lincoln Riley and USC is doing a really good job. UCLA is really good. Dorian Thompson Robinson is playing well, and I think people need to pay attention to it. The Dodgers are in the playoffs. I know the Lakers are getting started in the NBA and all that. Folks, this is the 
foot college football in LA is pretty doggone good right now. Uh, that was an impressive performance. They handled um, Utah. It was 42-32, but they look like right now the two best teams in the South. We'll see what USC can do. Now, that USC-Utah game was expected to be kind of a big moment, but it's USC-UCLA that says, well, hold on, we're the team now. Could it be? Could we see these two teams on a collision course where USC-UCLA could be for the South with a lot at stake, could be like old times. It's been a long time since we've seen that. Um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the uh, performances of the weekend was Habat Israel Abitakanda from Pitt. You know, banged up in uh, early part of the season. Boy, what a performance that that he put together. He broke Tony Dorsett's, Tony Dorsett's single-game rushing record. Uh, He set that back in 1975 against Notre Dame. Tech, Virginia Tech had no answers. The 5'11", 215-pounder from Brooklyn, he shredded that Virginia Tech defense for 320 yards, 36 carries. Uh, It was about Pitt trying to get right after an ugly performance against Georgia Tech, who's suddenly playing better. But Keaton Slovis struggling to move the football through the air. Abita Kanda was a one-man show. Um, uh, Impressive job there. USC winning with a little bit of defense. There's no question that this is an offensive team. They're playing with a lead and getting good pass rush. But I thought their performance was how they got a little bit better this week against Washington State, holding that team down to, to 14 points. 30-14 30-14 was the game. They entered the week 4-1, and one, did Washington State. Were playing well with Cam Ward under center, but they couldn't do anything against USC. Um, he threw for 172 yards, a pair of touchdowns. Jalen Jenkins had 130 yards rushing, but Wazoo was just 4-13 on third downs. So what we're seeing out of USC is good situational defense, at least, with an offense that's been very effective, but it's that was the storyline of the game was how the defense stepped up here. Um, it's 6-0 and and off to a really, really good start. Oklahoma State, a little bit about them. Mike Gundy's team uh, didn't underestimate Texas Tech. Um, I thought they found a way. Their defense was struggling a little bit. Spencer Sanders is playing good ball, folks. Much like Dorian Thompson-Robinson, people need to, to make sure that they understand that these are guys that have up and downs in their careers and people have written them off. When you've got experience and you play this game for a while, 
and you've got a team that you can play well around them. Um, Mike Gundy knows what he wants to do on offense, and this this offense runs around Spencer Sanders. He's the catalyst, and he was outstanding. He's only 22 of 45, but he threw for 297 yards. He ran for 56 more. He accounted for three touchdowns, and he led Oklahoma State to the final 18 points. He basically kind of lifted his team to winning it, and that was uh, what was really impressive. So how do you win big in college football? You've got to win in multiple ways. Sometimes your defense has to lead you. Sometimes your offense has to lead you, and it helps you when uh, your quarterback can kind of put you on your back for stretches. Uh, Mississippi State's another team that's playing very well. Arkansas is certainly not, but right now in Starkville, it makes the last week performance of how LSU struggled against and played sloppy against Tennessee, yet they really did a good job against Mississippi State. I don't know that many teams are playing as good as Mississippi State, in the uh, certainly in the SEC right now. You certainly got Georgia. certainly know about Alabama. You certainly know about Tennessee. But the Mississippi schools are playing well, but particularly Mississippi State. That Egg Bowl at the end of the year is shaping up really, really good. Now, Arkansas lost K.J. Jefferson, uh, and that really eliminated any chance of them beating him this week. But Malik Hornsby um, – you know, a couple of interceptions. You can't make those type of mistakes. Folks, Will Rogers is playing better than any quarterback in the SEC right now. That's including the the frontline guys like Stetson Bennett and Bryce Young, of course, Andrew. But even Hendon Hooker, who has been outstanding, Will Rogers has been picking people apart. Now, a lot of people pick Arkansas apart in their secondary, but he has been outstanding for a while. They're 5-1 and one, or Mississippi State with that loss. Again, they were really outcoached in Baton Rouge against LSU a couple of weeks ago. But they're playing well on both sides of the ball. And I'm curious to see what they do against Bama and Ole Miss. They've not played well against Bama in the past. Curious to see how this is going to play out. Notre Dame offense with Drew Pine. It's never a good thing when you lose your starting quarterback, as they did with Tyler Buckner. But they found themselves with Drew Pine taking over. He's getting more and more comfortable. He stepped onto the field against BYU, and he looked better than ever. He moved the team very well in that game in in Las Vegas, Allegiant Field. Um, A nice win. Uh, He threw for 262 yards, three touchdowns. Very, very good performance. So um, he's gotten better. The the, the Cougars didn't have a lot of answers for him. He's 22 for 28. um, And they don't ask him to do a whole bunch, but I think Tommy Reese has done a really good job with them. So – Really exciting performance. I'm trying to think. Um, Ole Miss looked like they were sluggish against Vanderbilt in the first half. Um, uh, what a what a, a gutsy win for Kansas State. Finding a way to win. 10-9, Iowa State. New, not much offense in that game, but Kansas State's finding a way to win. South Carolina beating Kentucky. That was a really good performance. Um, it was more about what Kentucky couldn't do. Without Will Levis, they were not nearly as effective offensively. And this is not the same Kentucky team. They have been good playing well at the line of scrimmage. They have been good running the football in the past. They don't put a whole lot on their quarterback. This year, they're different. It's about the receivers and it's about their quarterback. They're not running the football all that well. The defense is vulnerable. You know, um, they're just not as good. I think that... um, it was a good win for South Carolina. I'm not sure if it happens if Will Levis is healthy, but it wasn't. So there you go. How about NC State? They're throwing like 
two passes in the second half, and they beat Florida State. Um, tough to see Florida State lose that way. There's a lot of pressure now on Mike Norvell, but let me just say this. I think the Florida State fans need to understand something. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They've got a good program there, but they don't have that elite program that they see themselves as. They're not going to get anybody that is more proven than Mike Norvell that's going to want to come in. I'm telling you, stay the course there. I think there's some positive things. But, uh, you know, until you can get that program to the point where elite coaches want that job, I think you need to understand who you are, not what you used to be. Um, so those are some of the thoughts. Um, you know, Auburn is probably could learn a little bit about uh, some of the things that the, has happened in terms of the administration, that's a job that, again, is a good one. It certainly um, has the potential to be elite, but how they deal with this whole process going forward is going to be interesting. A reminder, um, trying to think if we missed anything else. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, kudos to Illinois and the great job. Um, not much offense in that game. And in breaking down uh, the game, I thought he would be low scoring. It was like over and under is like 34-35, and it didn't even come close to that. I thought they'd be a few more points. I thought it'd be a 17-14, maybe even 2017 game, not 9-6. But got to like what Brett Bielema has done. In the Big Ten West, you can make some move. Okay, so there's hope there for Wisconsin to get back. There's hope for Nebraska to turn things around. It's the Big Ten West. We've seen Minnesota have their success. Look at what Brett's done there. He's more like Wisconsin right now than Wisconsin is. Uh, Jim Leonard, good win for him. They timed that very well getting Northwestern this week. We'll see what he can do going forward. But what a what a great job that they did getting quarterback to play so much better now. Uh, it was against Northwestern, but curious to see if things are going to continue to be opened up. But Illinois doing a really good job of playing bully ball, good running back, and finding a way to win. Why not them in the Big Ten West? It'll be interesting to see. Purdue still to be um, uh, heard from at this point. Uh, and North Carolina, Miami. Um, Miami, you know, offensively in the first half, not able to get anything on track. Made a run at North Carolina, but uh, not to get more out of your offense against that North Carolina defense had to be really disappointing kind of looking at things at this point i would still say ohio state right now looks a little bit more complete put them at one at georgia uh, we're going to learn about alabama this week and we're going to learn about whether bryce young is available not available and what they can be without him if he's not uh, i think clemson is certainly trending upward and i would say this that they are getting the to be the look of a team that might not just be a big gap between three and four with Clemson in my mind being four. They're a little bit closer to being in the top four where there's not that much gap. 
I want to see more about Michigan. I want to see them this week against Penn State because I want to see how that um, how they continue to develop. They're certainly a candidate there. Um, uh, Tennessee, I think we're going to learn a lot. Uh, look, I think Tennessee is capable in this game, but I still think it's a big jump. I, I don't see them as on the same level with Alabama and Georgia, but again, they're getting Alabama in presumably a a uh, good position. Oklahoma State, I think, is another one of those teams that are kind of below a Clemson, but pretty good-looking team as well. Some other matchups that are interesting this week that I'm going to be breaking down for you at LandryFootball.com and on the Landry Football Podcast Network is that, that aforementioned Minnesota and Illinois. Iowa State, Texas, how about that? Um, Penn State, uh, Michigan. Of course, the number one game is going to be Alabama, Tennessee. Um, curious a little bit um, about NC State and Syracuse. NC State to find a way to win. You're going to start to see Syracuse come back to the pack here. Oklahoma State, TCU, man, you got to love that one. Along with Texas, maybe the two of the three best teams uh, in the league. Clemson, Florida State, Mississippi State, Kentucky is going to be intriguing. Um, North Carolina Duke's got some intrigue. Maybe the rose is off the bloom a little bit with USC, uh, USC Utah, but I am intrigued by that nonetheless. Uh, so those are just some of the games that are going to headline. A reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm going to break down all the games for you within each conference on our different conference shows on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So make sure that you subscribe, like, and share that, as well as Off the Hook uh, Sports YouTube channel where you can uh, watch this show. Also want to remind you about our great friends at the Big Game Podcast Network. Um, you can catch Scout's Eye on College Football this show, also on the Big Game Podcast Network. So be sure to check out the Big Game Podcast Football Streaming Network, where you can find America's best independent college football podcast. So we appreciate you joining us, and we uh, look forward to catching up with you during the course of the week, again, on the network as well as uh, checking out all our work at LandryFootball.com, where you can get all the film room breakdowns of all the teams, all the game, college and NFL. We'll be breaking them down for you. What we saw inside the film room from these past week's games, as well as what we're looking for this week. College, NFL, we got it covered for you. So make sure that you check it out. Always great to be with you. We'll talk to you next time. So long, everybody. Enjoy the games. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.